Okay, Colton, we're, we'll begin this session with Colton Hurd of Harding Steinbrenner Racing. Hello. Uh, keep in mind that we've also got a transcript, so, and people upstairs. Let's uh, talk about this session. I know it probably isn't a full representation of what we'll see in qualifying tomorrow, but a good start for the weekend. Yeah, definitely not a, a full representation. That, that red flag, I think, screwed a, a, a few of the big guys, and uh, especially Joseph. Um, so, yeah, I don't think Rossi got his red tires in. Joseph obviously didn't, who is usually fast around here. So um, there's a few guys. But, no, I, I was really confident in the car. And, and even with the guys that got full runs in with Will and Simon and Hunter Ray, um, guys that were quick in first practice and usually quick around here, um, no, I was happy with it. So uh, even though it was a full, wasn't a full representation, uh, it, it was still a good benchmark to, to look at. Your permanent road course uh, performances this year have been one of your strong suits. Mm -hmm. Does this track suit you? Um, uh, I don't. I don't know that it suits me. I think I'm really good on the brakes, which this isn't really a a place that that you really smash the brakes as much as just trail braking and trying to keep the car uh, balanced with the brake pedal. Um, so I wouldn't say this is one that, that heightens my skill set, but um, for sure this is this is my favorite track in North America. So I always love coming here, and it's it's even more fun when they give you uh, red tires. Why is it uh, such a favorite for you? I think just four through nine is so busy and such a fun complex of corners, and it asks a lot from from the uh, from the driver and from from the car. It's Constant change of direction with, with medium speed, high speed, and uh, even with the keyhole in turn 12, the carousel, uh, a lot of low speed as well. So a uh, little bit of everything. Questions for Colt, Bruce? I'm going to repeat the question. Did R.C. Anderson get in your way during the practice? Um, yeah, I think he got in a few uh, right at the end there. Um, I don't think he fully understood the rule um, that you get – once you leave the pit lane within the time allotment, that's, I think, 45 seconds, um, you get your lap guaranteed in at the end. So he was passing a lot of guys. I don't think he, he made a lot of guys happy, including me. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, I talked to him after. I think he just didn't understand that that was the rule. I, thought he, I think he thought that there was a certain amount of time that you had to get to the start-finish line beforehand. Um, but, yeah. We do have a, a wireless mic here. Were you upset or were you just kind of telling him, you know, what the rules were? Can I, can yeah. I talk um, no, I, I wasn't super upset because um, we already had our new tire run in when we were going to go fastest, um, and we were really only going to have one lap at the end. Um, I was just talking to him, telling him the rules. Um, I don't think he, he understood. I think the team was telling him to go as well as what he said. So, um, you know, I think Tony was pretty upset. I wasn't too about him, though. Colton, I sometimes hear certain drivers, at least one driver, talk about having bloody elbows. You see a little oh, mark yeah, on you your see elbow? That, yeah. I mean, is that actually that's from... That's from Iowa. Uh, that's not from... I only get it on the ovals. You might... You might... Yeah, I think... Well, I... It's my first season, so I'm waiting for it to callous. <laughs> but, no, it's... 
I forgot to put a Band-Aid on it so that it probably just bled during the session. It's gross. So that's from, like, the G-forces? And yeah, just... and, well, it's just the steering so heavy that, especially for me with my big guns, um, you kind of just brace your elbow, try and help yourself a little bit. Wow. We're also joined by Simon Pacino, driver of the number 22 Menards Chevrolet at Team Penske this weekend. How was that session for you? Did you already have your, your best lap of the day in by the time the late fury took place? Uh, well, it was a really good day. Really pleased with uh, the Menard Chevy 22. It's fast, it's uh, comfortable, and um, I love when we start the weekend like this. So you can really work on little details when it comes to driving, um, and then you can explore uh, few items to see if you can make it better but quite frankly uh, yeah it's uh, at, the, at this point it's about extracting the best out of the car get the best lap you can and um, very nice on black tires red tires were also uh, a good surprise not much of a balance shift so um, we were on the faster lap when the red came out but um, I think I got a good snapshot of what we need tomorrow and quite frankly uh, tomorrow is the day that counts so um, so it was really um, really interesting session good fun We've talked with you about the switch that you apparently flip, and it's attack mode weekend. Is this attack mode weekend for Simon? Absolutely. It's time. Uh, I've been saying it's time to go, time to be aggressive, and, uh, you know, we've got to have performance to be, um, you know, upfront winning races and go on for the championship. So um, definitely attack mode. You know, in the past, Mid-Ohio has been uh, really good for me. That's really when I switched to uh, the championship in my favor, I think, in, uh, in 2016. So uh, it's time to do the same here and be aggressive. Bruce? Simon, in 2016, you won here, and that was a key victory for your championship. Do you feel that the a victory here would ha have just as much importance if you win this championship this year? Absolutely. Um, you know, we're very, very happy with the road course car these days. We, we've made improvement throughout the year, and, and you can see we've kicked it in the next gear the last few races. So um, as a team, not just me. So it's uh, it's pretty exciting. It's it's. I love this time of the year, Bruce. I mean, it's, it's just so much fun. And that's what competition's all about. You know, it's, you want to go out there and you want to feel like you've given it 100% and you don't want to go home thinking you could have done better. So um, just uh, making sure that I turn every stones and, uh, and that at the end of the day, uh, when comes uh, the end of the season, we've, we've grabbed every point we could grab. I'll ask you, we saw one of the best races of the season here last year. Cars were aggressive they they a lot of a lot of passing in some spots we hadn't seen passes in recent years did you find this to be uh, as you look back at last year one of the better races from your perspective yeah um definitely an exciting race you know obviously i think a lot of us uh, drivers watched the previous race before we come here and exciting races with a lot of passes i think it surprised uh even pt and thousand bell they didn't expect uh, that many passes but uh, it was good i think that the package that we have these days on the indycar is is uh, is great great for racing really really good for racing we've got the push to pass that's a, a tremendous uh, tool for passing and um and the cars are so close um you know it, it, the racing is just phenomenal i think the level of driving is just amazing uh, to see the drivers race side by side like this with so much respect also helps for good racing Mary? For each of you, I don't know if you had much chance to try out your red tires. I don't remember what kind of track this is, if it's abrasive on the tires, but you know, some drivers did a two-stop strategy, or at least one driver did last year that Rossi won with that, but that meant that he had to do a lot of laps on the red tires 
it seems if you're in the lead, you can make those tires live a long time. So what do you think for this weekend's race? Um, I think we'll have a better look at it after warm-up. Um, you know, and the track is so green during the first part of the session that we don't like to put a lot of laps on. That's why you see guys waiting. Um, so I think... We'll have a better look, maybe practice three when, when we'll probably run a little bit more laps. We'll have some used tires to run on, and then obviously in the warm-up we'll do a long run with either the black tires or the red tires. Um, but it's looking, I think they brought a, a new red tire this weekend as well as the new black. Um, and uh, the new red is supposed to be a little stiffer, so a little bit less grip and a little bit more durability. We'll have to see. Um, yeah, it's it's also a mix between can you make the tires last long enough for a two stop or, or are you gonna go for a three stop? Uh, not a hundred percent sure what what is faster at the moment, but um, yeah, maybe Simon does. Maybe you could tell tell me. No idea. <laughs> we'll see in the warm up. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's very true. We'll see in the warm up. That's really when you do your race prep stuff. I think at this point we're all focused on qualifying. So. The only thing that matters is to be fast over one lap at the moment. So everything you can extract out of those tires is going to be key for lap time. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I think, you know, Firestone is known to bring a good tire for racing, a good, usually no problem with tires in general. So, um, um, yeah, should be, should be good. I don't think there's any concern about that. Simon, how surprised were you to hear Joseph having his little incident? I'm focused on myself. Um, you know, at this point, uh, I've got to be fully focused, 100%. I don't have time to look at other things. Um, you know, obviously, um, i got to look at what he did because he was a little faster. That's, that's what I'm focused on, um, focused on looking forward. Um, you know, obviously... Um, you know, Joseph is a champion. He's going to be back on, on track tomorrow. He's going to be, the car's going to be prepared exactly like it was, and he's going to be back on track, back on pace. So don't expect Joseph to, uh, to, uh, back out of it. Uh, he's, he's going for a championship as well. So, um, that's what you expect to see. You know, we all have to become aggressive at this point of the year. So at some point, we all make mistakes. Golden, I had one for you. I was just curious. How much do you look into the, the, the points right now and where you stand in terms of rookie of the year and things like that or does that not uh, factor in for you uh, i don't really mind where, where we end up with rookie of the year because i think looking at the the overall standings and stuff if you're if you're going to run with the front guys that's whoever's going to be rookie of the year um i i don't even know who leads it is rosenquist lead it right now it's close though it's, it's really close yeah so you know it, so you don't know but you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so tell us really what you think. Um, no, I mean, it would be great, but um, honestly, just, just focused on, on, you know, not running with the rookies, but, but running with everyone and, and trying to be the best of everyone. Simon, maybe you expand on that a little bit. Watching a rookie battle, this has been a good one. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, and, and Colton has been a, a good breath of fresh air, quite frankly. I think he showed tremendous speed on the road course and uh, certainly pushed the old guys. You know, uh, that's what we need. And that's what's fun about IndyCar racing. Uh, he's adapted really well to this car and, and, and his team is doing a tremendous job, which is, uh, which is exactly what you want to see. Competition is everything. So, um, congrats. I think, uh, honestly, you've already done a great season. So, just, um, you know, 
Felix has been tremendous as well. I think we've got a great, great rookie class. Um, at the end of the day, yeah, it's about being complete, and and you know that's that's what they're trying to do. So it's fun to watch from from my seat for sure. Did you just admit you're an old guy? Did you just admit that you're an old guy? Me? No, yeah. I wasn't okay. talking about myself. <laughs> Colton, you had an. Uh, if this was asked earlier, I apologize, but uh, you had an Indy Lights race here where you had uh, spun from the lead. Uh, what kind of lessons have you taken from your past races here at Mid Ohio to apply towards this weekend? Not spin in the lead on the first lap, <laughs> but um, I think. Looking passing-wise, you need a really good car in the keyhole um, in turn one because you need to be close getting up into the keyhole and you need to stay close through the keyhole because um, turn four is the biggest passing opportunity. It is really the only passing opportunity. It's really hard to get through turn one right behind somebody and, and get a run into the keyhole. So um, if you can make the car work well through those two corners um, and, and you can just hold on to it through the rest of the track, you should have a good race car. Two more, we'll do Patrick, and then we'll do uh, Jim Aiello. Uh, we've had some relatively clean races lately, especially in the road street circuits. I'm referring back to Road America, Toronto. Um, are we due for a messy one, do you think? <laughs> I mean, eventually it all comes back to the average. That's, uh, that's a great uh, great way to look at it, Pat. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, I guess. Uh, I, I, you know, those are the kind of things that you know you adapt to in the race and see – Whatever happens, you have to adapt to it. Um, certainly, um, I, I just think the racing has been really, really strong. I think uh, Iowa, the passing, and you know, you saw Ferrucci make those moves, um, made a great race, made for a great race. I think um, you know, Iowa was exciting. Toronto in the back of the, I mean, behind me was pretty exciting too. Um, and at the end of the race with Dixon was awesome. So, I just think. Everybody's getting used to the package, understand more how it race, and um, yeah, and, and you know, I think the other thing is the cars are pretty strong, so if you're going to push someone off the track, next time he's going to push you off the track, so <laughs> so there's a bit of respect that's born that way, and, and I think that's why the racing's so good and so respectful. Jim? Yeah, Colton and Simon, I hope you can address this. You kind of did already on TV, Colton. I'm just curious. I know no one's, like, furious at RC or anything like that, but I'm just curious about that last, like, how that plays out, that final lap, why it's kind of an unwritten rule that you don't go around people. I don't know. Do you know what, what uh, It's because you, um, you're guaranteed a lap at the end. You know, it's kind of like attacking your teammate in the yellow jersey in the Tour de France. You just don't, you don't do it. It's a gentleman's sport kind of in that sense. Um, so, yeah. You know, once once you get out of the pit lane for your 45 seconds, then you're guaranteed a lap at that point. So you can take however long you want. But, um, yeah, it just kind of it, it screws you when somebody passes you on the outlap and then it backs you up and then you back up into the car behind you and it just keeps backing up. So, yeah. Didn't they back all the way up to you? Yeah, I got Sato at the end. Um, it's complicated. There's 25 cars on the track, I believe. and 23. 23, so... <laughs> You're always going to get someone at some point. And I didn't get any one of the sessions, so it was going to happen. But, um, you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, it's, it's about, you know, you should have done your lap earlier anyways. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's people get excited. People get uh, frustrated sometimes. You know, it's it's racing. That's I love it. <laughs> I just love to see this stuff. It's tensions high. It's great. It's the end of the season. I think that's what you guys want to see as well. So it's great for the sport. Gentlemen, thank you, and we'll see you back here tomorrow probably.